Welcome to the New York Giant cast. We're coming off another defeat. That's not a surprise because we did play the Buffalo Bills, but I'm once again with Jamie. How are you, my friend? Oh, very well, mate. Very well. You good? Yeah, all good, all good. And look, we did lose on Sunday, but it's still not all doom and gloom. We were expected to lose to them, and I thought we actually probably a good fight. Yeah, we did, mate. You know, I, I was expecting it. I think the last podcast I said we weren't going to get nothing. It's just going to be about the next three games. But after that performance, I think it's got me uh, got my juices flowing a little bit and more excited about what's uh, going to happen on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it It was, I think no one, there was no Giants fan out there, unless you were very deluded, that was playing Buffalo Bills thinking we were going to win that game. Um, I know it was a revenge game for the day ball and all that, but we, we, was, we were on a bad run of form. We were never going to beat the Buffalo Bills. However, the performance we put in when we got our number two quarterback playing at quarterback who had a fairly good game. It wasn't amazing, um, but he for, for being a number two quarterback, he done well. And we yeah. also have other injuries in sort of Andrew Thomas, who got ruled out. Someone, someone got ruled out halfway through the game. Um, so yeah. we've done okay, to be fair. I mean, it wasn't an embarrassing performance. It's disappointing because at the end of the day, regardless of the score and the performance, if you lose, you lose. That's all that matters in the NFL. It's a win or lose business. And obviously, we now go to one and five, which all of a sudden makes the job of trying to get into the playoffs hard. And you don't want to be that team that just misses out on the players because then it doesn't do good for your draft and you're also in the playoffs. Yeah, mate, exactly that. Like like you said there, it's a winning game. You, if you lose, you lose. Considering how close we were to winning, I feel like it's actually, it sounds a bit silly, but I feel like we probably let that one slip, let that one go by. I feel like we were in control of that game. Defensively, we were the best I've seen us all season. That We weren't great on offence, but it was nice to see Barkley back, putting some good yardage in. Um, Tyrod played well. I mean, look, it wasn't spectacular, but I mean, like for a number two quarterback, I don't think there's many number two quarterbacks that can go to the Bills and look like most drives. He's going to get us some points on the board. Look, the end drive is one of those things. He got us right to the line. He couldn't do much more. For me, it was a flag on Waller in the end zone. I feel like we should have had another go. But could we have run it on the final play? I don't know. I feel like Barkley probably would have got us in, in my opinion. But look, we showed a great fight. And if we can show that in these next three games, like we said last week, if we've got Commanders, Jets and... Um, I can't remember the other team anyway, but um, we've got someone that we... Oh, I think it's the Raiders. Like, yeah. we've got them three teams. And if you're on four and five, it's still a chance. It's still a chance. If we lose two of these next three games, even one of them, to be honest with you, the season's done. Um, And then you're kind of in one of them sticky situations where do you tank to get an early pick or do you kind of just keep blowing the season, finish like six and whatever, ten, and then, you know, it's going to be one of those. But going back to the Bills game, yeah, I was really impressed. Really impressed with a lot of players there. A lot more expected from. I think Waller played great. Um, I think Barkley was outstanding as well as the defense. Yeah, no, I thought we were very good defensively. I mean, we went into the fourth quarter six 0 up, and not many teams can hold Bills out for three quarters to not even give them a field goal. I thought that was pretty impressive. They did have a field goal attempt, but obviously they they put it wide. Yeah, we, yeah, we were we were very good in them first three quarters defensively. I thought it was okay going forward, probably better than I've seen. Um, but we weren't amazing because we didn't score a touchdown. And as I mentioned off air, touchdown, if you don't score a touchdown, you're not going to win the game, regardless of how well you play defensively. You know, And, and that showed, because I think if we'd have scored a touchdown in the first three quarters, rather than the field goal, and all of a sudden, rather than being, what was we at, at the end of the third, we were 6 new up. So rather than being 6 new up, say we're 10 new up, I think we win that game. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. I think you are. Um, I feel like we said, like we mentioned earlier, off air, like, um, you know, Home games, we still haven't scored a touchdown. I mean, we didn't score a touchdown there. And, like, take nothing away from Tyrod, he played really well. But, again, it's another game without a touchdown. It's like, 
okay, how are we going to get this touchdown? Are we going to throw it? We've thrown it quite a lot. Are we going to run it in there? Does Barkley just need to get one, even if it's Matt Brader? Somebody get us in the end zone in a home or away game because it just feels like we just don't want to score a touchdown. We do well getting down there, but once it gets to like that 20 yard, get into the red zone where matches are won, you know, at the end of the day, they're won in the red zone. And we're just, we're losing games in the red zone pretty much. We just can't get over the line. It's very frustrating because I feel like we've, that game showed we, we do have a very good team. It's just putting it consistently and getting them touchdowns and getting them points on the board. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, at the end of the second quarter going into half time, we obviously did try rather than going for the field goal. We would try going it in, but obviously they stopped us, which meant we turned over <clears> the ball and it went to half time. Which, looking back, if you take the field goal, then that's nine nil. And then it's just little things like that at the moment. Last season they were going for us, you know. When you think yep. about the, the two point conversions, we seem to be, you know, we was getting them all the time last year. This yeah. year, with like the four from ones last year, last year, if we did a four from one, you knew we were going to get the first down. This year, it's sort of I dread us when we play a four from one because I just genuinely think we're going to get the ball away. Um, yeah. It's just little things like that at the moment. It's just it's not clicking. I don't know why. It's obviously something to do with, you know, the players and the way they're trying to play, maybe. But it's just frustrating because we've had such a hard schedule and. You know, I think most teams, I said this last week, most teams that if they'd have had our schedule would be one and five right now, maybe yep. at best two and four. But yeah, it's just it's just one of them at the moment. We've just got to like suck up what we've had. And I mean, looking forward to Sunday, if that is sort of the, it's week seven too early to say that it's sort of the season decider. Because if you lose that and you go one and six and now the Washington Commanders, have, you now can't overtake Washington on a divisional basis. And you already can't do that to the Cowboys. You know you're not going to beat the Eagles. I mean, that puts you in such a bad position if you lose on Sunday. Yeah, if we lose on Sunday, it is season over. I know people say, oh, one and six. I said, yeah, but it's done. You know, you've got the Jets and you've got the Raiders, which, yeah, the Raiders are winnable. Jets, you know, they're just beating the Philly, you know. <laughs> you know, we, we're going to do a podcast and say we're going to beat Philly. Absolutely not. But if the Jets can beat them with, again, their number two quarterback, they're not playing well. We're not playing well. But we just go into Philly games. We know we're not going to win. Um, you go and play the Commanders. We have a good record against Washington. I always feel every time we play them, we're going to beat them. They're coming off a win against the Falcons, where that was a good result because their quarterback, um, Ridders, never lost at home. So to go over there and win that, that shows that they're playing well. So we're going to have to be at our best. And, you know, with Daniel Jones, I'm pretty sure, read somewhere, I think you might have said something good as well, that he hasn't trained this week yet. So it's looking likely that it's probably going to be Tyrell Taylor again, which... Look, after this Bills game, if you asked me before the Bills game, I said, oh, God, here we go. This is not good. This is not good. But now I feel like, yeah, I rely on him. I think he's probably played the best game of the season for us as quarterback. I mean, Daniel Jones has been pretty disappointing. Only, yeah, we've looked for excuses. We've looked the O-line at fault. But, you know, Tyrell Taylor didn't really look too bad with that O-line. So is it all the O-line's fault? I mean, probably not. Um, so I think we're going into this game. It's a must win. You have to win it. And I think we will win it. I think... We've missed a lot of opportunities, like we said, in the red zone. But we just need to start. Well, we don't want to chase games. If we get off to a 10-0, even 14-0 head start against the Commanders, they're going to chase. The defence looks strong the other day, so we might get an interception. We might make it even better. I'm going into it with a lot of confidence, which was last week I was all doom and gloom, and I felt like the season's already done. Now, you know, they do it to us, don't they? They do it. They, think, they lure us in, thinking we're going to do well, but... Yeah, I think we're going to go and win the weekend. I think the team's getting back to it slowly, but back to its best. It just needs to get a couple of touchdowns and get the confidence growing for the wide receivers because somebody needs to get that first touchdown. 
especially yeah. at home because you haven't got one yet. <laughs> no, exactly. I think yeah, this game is, is massive. Obviously, at home, I think if we go 7-0 down very quickly, the MetLife Stadium could be a very hostile place. Maybe. Um, especially if we didn't go 3 and out. Um, now, I, I'm, I, I'm, look, I'm not overly confident. I think look, the commanders have obviously started the season a lot better than us. Um, I don't think they're amazing. But I think they've started the season better than us. It's a divisional matchup, rivals. So they're, they're going to be up for it regardless of their quality anyway. I think we're going to beat them, but I just think it's going to be a, a very tight game. It's going to be one of them games where we just sort of have to be patient with our offence. Um, but at the same time, we do need to start like a house on fire because if we don't and we start slow and the commander's taking early leads, it's going to be very hard to get for the players to get the fans back on their side to get them over the line. Um, whereas if they go 7-0 up, uh, the Giants, the fans are going to be up for it. And I, I do think if we go 7-0 up, we could quite quickly go 14-0 up or 10-0 up. Um, but if we go 7-0 down, it could be a long slog to try and get that win. Yeah, we need we need the atmosphere needs to be like loud. We need to make the get the crowd on our side early because... The commanders will know that as well. They'll know that if they can get an early score, we're going to be booing. Not, not necessarily booing, but if we go 10-0 down, it will start to get, like you mentioned, hostile. And um, it's just going to be a bit of a sticky situation. So I think we need to get an early start, get an early score, and um, then the game could be ours. And then we could be doing an actual potty this, this next week with us actually winning a game, going in confidence to play the Jets. You know, that would be dreamy, wouldn't it? Um, but... Yeah, let's go and hope we can win that. I mean, what was your, what's your main takeaways from the Bills game? Are you going into this Commanders game? Are you, are you excited? Well, not excited is probably not the right word, but are you happy to have Tyrod in there, or do you think we need Daniel Jones back? It, I mean, it's a tough one. So Darren Jones obviously hasn't played any contact sport, so I would not. I wanted him back for this because I thought this would be like you know a week off, week rest against the Bills, and get him back into the Commanders, but. As a quarterback, it's good. we know he's going to get hit against the commanders. You know, yeah. our, our line isn't amazing. So he's going to get hit and he's probably going to get sacked a couple of times. You do not want to risk putting him out for the season to play one game against the commanders. And after what I saw on Sunday, Tyrell Taylor isn't the best quarterback in the world. He's probably not even the best number two quarterback in the NFL. But he's, a, he's an OK quarterback that... With, with his experience, just knows how to get things done at times. Um, yeah. There was a couple of plays against the Bills on Sunday where would Daniel Jones have made and been that calm and composed and picked some of them passes out? Probably not. You know, But there's stuff that Tyra Taylor can't do that Daniel Jones can do. Daniel Jones runs the ball very well. Daniel Jones can make more explo- uh, explosive plays happen. But Tyra Taylor's sort of very level-headed, keeps it calm, plays a simple play. Um, there was sometimes he sort of branched out with a throw to Slayton that went far left, but you know he's, he's very like level-headed, and I think I think he'll be good for us on on Sunday if he does play because I think he'll probably be able to just calm everyone down if it does get if the commanders do take an early lead. But yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a weird one because there's a couple of things that you can look at the Bills game. So the defense played really well, so very impressed with that. And I think if they play like that against commanders, the commanders would massively be in trouble. I still yep. don't think we're using higher to his strength. I still I think, well, you know, I get, you know, at the start of the season, don't throw him in, don't throw him in deep end, don't like, you know, make him scared or anything. But going to week seven now against a team that aren't that good in the commanders, okay, they are bothers at the moment, but they're not an amazing team. 
use him. Like you're, you're only ever going to find out if this guy, this kid's a good player by using the player. Um, I still feel Darren Waller's shown good spells, but I still think we've got more. There's more to come from him. Saquon Barkley's been injured. If he's back, and he was back obviously on Sunday, so having him back is going to be good. So we're nearly at full force. You know, we're going to be missing Andrew Thomas and Daniel Jones. Obviously, going to be the big two. But if you think you got Daniel Jones is going to be replaced by Tyra Taylor, who we know is not as good, but is, is okay and level-headed. Andrew Thomas is going to be a big miss, but we've missed him all season anyway, so it's actually no difference to what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so, what did you make of um, Saquon return? What do you think? Good. Yeah, I thought he played. I thought he played well. You could tell he had been out injured. He, there was some runs that he he tried to make, and it just did. He just wasn't quick enough on his feet um, to get away. I think he got sent back a couple of times. Um, uh, yeah, it, just, having Saquon Barkley just adds a completely different dimension to your game. When we when we didn't have him, it was almost you know the one once they read the pass game, we were screwed because we were never running it with Matt Brady and that. So Barkley no, just adds has. that different option. Yeah, definitely. I think it made the team feel a bit more confident as well. I feel like we've been lacking and not looked to ourselves, but with Barkley back in the um, there, I think the whole offense just looked a bit more relaxed. I feel like they knew that okay, they're not going to get past it every single play. Saquon's going to run it. We're probably going to fight, try and play a few play actions where, like you said, when Brader was there, we were just hardly ever running in it because we just it's just not going to work. No disrespect to Matt Brader, but we're just not going to get the yards where. The defense has probably fear Barkley. You know he's got the fear factor that okay Saquon could go and run past us all, and he could get that touchdown, or he could get um a lot of yards. So yeah, I don't know what he actually got in the end. I think he was nearly on a hundred yards. Um, so I mean, for a first game back, that's impressive against a solid Bills um defense and offensive line. So I think he's probably the playmaker in this game against the Commanders. He's the one that's going to win us this football game. Um, the defense can turn up. Uh, I think I saw a little bit of. The commanders against the Falcons on like red zone, and when they kept showing it, it kept looking like when Atlanta threw the ball. I think Drake London got like nearly 150, 200 yards for a wide receiver. Like, if, if our wide receivers, like you mentioned earlier with Hyatt, if we utilize him to more, he could easily have a 100 yard game. And I think we've got to throw it, but also play actions to Barkley, little screens, little stuff like that. I do think we can definitely score points, and I'll be really disappointed if we do not score at least three, maybe four touchdowns against this commander's defense because they're not that great. That's a big statement. Three That's or a big four statement. Mate, I'll, I'll take one to be honest. I'll take I'll take a 10, 10 7 win. <laughs> mate, we're going out to watch the game. I'm not ta- oh, well to be honest. I would take a win no matter what, but I want touchdowns, mate. And then every time we score, one beers in the air. You know, it's gonna yeah. Be I, no, to be honest, yeah, I, I get you. I mean, like I said, obviously, because we're going to watch the game together on. Sunday, if, I, I kind of want to go into the fourth quarter and not have to worry. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? I'll be like 15, 16 points up and like we've still got the ball. Mate, but, this is the Giants. It's always going to be worse. It doesn't matter if there's like yeah. 30 seconds on the clock. There's no way we're like going to be three, two sc- scores up. It's just never happened. I can't remember yeah. the last time that happened. Probably against the Colts last year, wasn't it? Probably yeah, that was and one. I think that was literally probably the only game it happened in. <laughs> Apart from that, I can't remember many over the last few years we've actually beat someone comfortably. So, and it's a divisional game, so I'd love it to be comfortable. But part of me thought originally when we were talking, like, thought it'd be a low scoring game. But like I said, if London can get 150 odd yards, I feel like we've got Waller, we've got Hyatt, we've got, um, we've got other options, we've got Saquon as well. Like, points are on the board, man. Points are there. We're going to touch down to galore this weekend. We're going to make up for the shit we haven't done so far, hopefully. I really hope we do because. Yeah, like we've mentioned, if we do lose on on Sunday, we we might as well start preparing for next year because 
if you the minute you've lost six games out of your opening seven, so that means you've got ten games left. You're not going to win all ten. You've still got to play the Eagles twice. Cheers for that, mate. That's, yeah, that's exciting. So it's, already course, season, it? <laughs> it's already a season. It's already a season write-off. Yeah, we have to win on Sunday, and I think we will. I think, like we said, we we showed signs against the Bills that we are, you know, trying to get back to where we were last year. We're not perfect at the moment, but I think injuries are also, you know, affecting why we're not playing at our best. Also, second season syndrome. That's that's a thing. You know when. Managers having their second season, teams start to work out how they play. Last year, no one knew how a Brian Dayball Giants team was going to play. Teams have worked that out now. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, it's his second year as head coach. And now he's trying to have to learn how to alter the team to win the games. Um, you know, last year, he was able just to put out a team. No one really knew much about his team. And it took time for defences to clock onto it. This year, the defences know what the Giants are going to do. He's now having to try and figure out ways to alter it so that. We're still effective, but the defence now don't know what we're going to do. And I, I think that's probably where we're struggling most. We seem to be trying things that we did maybe last year, but teams have just clocked onto it from last year. Yeah, exactly that, mate. And I think if we can change a few plays, like, look, we've got the whole book there. We've got the whole playbook we can use. And I feel like half the time watching the Giants, it's the same playbook. It's the runs. It's the quick passes. I think we need to do a bit more deep throws because <clears throat> Hyatt's got the pace to burn. Then These corners aren't all that. And we you very rarely see with a Giants game that we throw the ball long or we get a flag. You know, when you're people playing against us, if a quarterback throws the ball, I'm just expecting, oh, God, here we go. They're going to get a flag or a penalty or something like that, and it's just going to go against us. But I swear we never really try that. And I think that's a book, um, that's a play we need to start getting more involved. Get these wide receivers close to these, uh, you know, corners and get them to pull on the shirt and stuff. Like, we, yes, we got a flag against um, the Bills on the end zone. And yeah, we had a chance on the one yard line to win the game. But we didn't get the other one, which I said earlier. Waller, I think, should have had another one on his arm. I feel we were a little bit unlucky there. Um, yeah, I think just more deep throws, more try. If we get an interception, all right, say you're on hard midfield and we throw it longer down to their 20, 10-yard line and they intercept it. All right, this happened. Fair enough. But it just shows a little bit more options. I just feel we need to look a bit more different. I feel like they're people just predicting what we're going to do and it's quite obvious watching a Giants game at the moment. Um, but like I said, Barkley's back now. We've got Tyrod in there at the moment, probably for this game, I'd expect him to start. You know, you, like you mentioned earlier, if DJ's like only 50%, 75%, and we're going to get sacked, is it worth it? No, it's not worth it. We've got a big game against the Jets after this, if, especially if we beat the Commanders, where <clears throat> we're probably going to need him further down the line. Although, to be honest, if we win this game, is it going to be hard for Daniel Jones to come straight back in? I mean, you know, Tyrod Taylor had a chance to beat the Bills, he's just beaten the Commanders. I think it'll be. An interesting call for Dable. I mean, we spent 160, was it 160 million on Daniel Jones? So a lot of people would expect, okay, he's got to come back in. But it wouldn't be an easy call for me if you've come off a win. I know, like, well, I don't know how you feel about that. What do you think? Yeah, it's a tough one. If, if Tyler Taylor balls out on Sunday, as you much drop as. Him, can you? you can't. Yeah, as much as the money situation, you'd be wasting all that money for someone to sit on the bench. You can't drop him. You can't, no. Not um, in my eyes. But I think that they would drop Tyra Taylor regardless of how well he plays because of the money that Daniel Jones is being paid. They can't pay someone that amount of money to not play. Um, and I think that's the only reason that regardless of Tyra Taylor could, you know, throw eight touchdowns on, on Sunday. And I still think if Daniel Jones is healthy, he's playing against the Jets. Because I just think they won't allow someone on that much money compared to... I mean, Tyra Taylor's got to be on, what, minimum contract? Yeah, value. it's got to be, yeah. 
they're not going to have him starting over someone that's earning like 40 million or something a year because that's just money going down the drain. But if he balls out and gets to take touchdowns, mate, he can start every single game for the rest of the Yeah, season. that's what I mean. I mean, everyone else <laughs> would, but I think from a financial perspective, they, they wouldn't be able to um, start him. I think no, that's probably the only problem that Tyrell Taylor's got is because his contract's so little compared to Daniel Jones. Once Daniel Jones is fit, he's coming back into the side. Um, he is. I, I feel kind of sorry for him because I think you know, it should always be based on performance, but unfortunately... I've seen it multiple times where players on big money, whether it's you know American football or our football, the big money players always get a, get to play because they can't have that kind of money sitting on the bench. No, exactly that, mate. Like he, we will come back in. Like obviously, if he does ball out, then it's going to be a bit more harder. But even if we win the game, like you said, even if we win ten seven, Daniel Jones is going to come in because it's still only ten points. But at the same at the same argument is we've played. This will be the third home game. And we've played two home games under Daniel Jones and he hasn't scored a touchdown. So if Taylor can get a touchdown, at least a couple, then it's going to be like, all right, we've won the game. We've got a couple of touchdowns. Daniel Jones is going to have to step up against the, the Jets and the um, the Raiders and get them touchdowns. Like we did against Arizona, he balled out and that was a good performance. Oh, eventually, we were, we were shocking for the first three quarters, but eventually he showed what he's capable of. He just needs to show a bit more of that. And maybe he will be now Barkley's back. Maybe he just... It feels more comfortable with Saquon there. You, you know, I, there's probably plenty of things that players feel more relaxed with certain players in the team, don't they? Feel more comfortable. So I do want to see Jones, Barkley, Waller, Hyatt, you know, Hodgson's all all of that lot there in a, in the offense. And I'll be gutted if we don't get a few, you know, touchdowns with that team. Surely. Yeah, I think we've got to play a couple of a couple of drinking games, a beer for every touchdown. Very <laughs> um, <laughs> no really dry sober when the game finishes. <laughs> Yeah, we've got to, mate, we're going to have to get the games flowing. And then, uh, you know, we might have more people on the podcast after speaking to us this weekend. I told you, people listen to the last one because it's getting cancelled after Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Someone yeah, everyone that's listening, enjoy. Someone's going to come on live and just say something outrageous. Oh, it's going to be carnage. But it's going to be a good night and it's going to be a win for the Giants. And, uh, yeah, what are you saying then? Come on and give us a prediction for the game. What are you going with? Okay. I'm going to give you two predictions. Go on. So, the first prediction is based on if Tyra Taylor starts. The second prediction is if Darren Jones starts. <laughs> okay. If Tyra Taylor starts, the Giants win the game 17 to 10. That's a boring yeah. prediction, but I'll take a win. Carry on. If Daniel Jones starts, <laughs> we win the game 28 7. I love that. I love that. So, that's an interesting prediction, though. Because I, I think Daniel Jones knows in his next game back he has to play well, and I think he will ball out against the Commanders, especially because it's not in prime time. Yeah, that is true. He doesn't like prime time. What's games, yours then? Um, I'm going to go no matter who's at quarterback. We're we're big time. We're going to score massive. We're going to get. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 31-17. I'm going to go. It's going to be 24-17, and then they're going to go for two minutes left. And they're on the they're on the offense, but then we're going to intercept it, and we're going to get a last minute touchdown run in, and yeah, thirty one seventeen, and the Giants wow. are going out with a dub, and we're going to be buzzing because the shots are going to be flowing, the beers will be flowing, <clears throat> and then, yeah, it's going to get cancelled. So great time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, look, this could be the last ever one. <laughs> <laughs> but Jamie, once again, mate, it's been a pleasure having you on, and I'll see you Sunday for the big matchup. See you Sunday. Take it easy, man. Up the Giants. Up the Giants.